David, what are we watching? Bryce, depends. How gay do you want to go for Pride Month? Well, dash cam is new and hot. But if we got to go gay, I would go power bottom. Okay. In that case, Stranger by the Lake. This episode was brought to you by Paganism, the religion that lets you worship your dick. Paganism, the religion that worships your dick. talk is it really horror movie talk yeah i feel i feel like our descent from horror movie review show into hardcore gay porn review was so gradual that we didn't even notice ourselves happy pride month david um yeah i mean this is definitely one of those where we're leaning heavily into... To be fair, it's not this, hardcore. It's pretty softcore. This is a thriller. So if you consider thrillers horror... It thrilled me, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it is a thriller. Look, I know that we're... Look, I look. I mean, over the last five or six episodes, we've it's been getting gayer and gayer and gayer in here. We're been boning over dudes... Uh, a lot uh-huh. over dicks and just asking for more and more dick in film and why isn't there so many, why isn't there dicks? I mean... I got my answer. We've, you know, we're, we're advocates for LGBTQ plus. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is uh, going to be our episode that celebrates Pride Month. Yeah. Um, Boy, is it. So... If you're new to Horror Movie Talk, this is exactly the type of episode that we normally do. Um, uh, my name is Bryce Hansen. I have a PhD in spagology and across from me sits David Day, foremost expert in scare dictics. Um, so we usually prefer uh, covering theatrical new releases. We just did that one. Crimes, Crimes of the of Future! The future. Uh, but we also all review older horror movies, both good and horrible. So we got a great show today. We'll be reviewing Stranger by the Lake, which you probably haven't heard of. It also goes by L'Inconnu du Lac. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so just a couple plugs. 
go to our website, horrormovietalk.com. There you'll find links to all the things. Um, we post new episodes every Wednesday, so please subscribe. Leave us a review if you like us. Um, and if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, call 682-253-4468. Each episode we start by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry, 5 being an average film that hits all the expected marks, and 10 being so good it transcends genre boundaries. After we give our score, we'll uh, have a demarcated section for spoilers. So if you don't want to hear anything get spoiled you can hop out at that point Excuse watch me. the movie and come back yeah you can pop that condom on slip on into this mm-hmm. this little ditty yep and uh take a nice nice swim in the in the lack later on we'll be doing a couple bits this is like the prime candidate for taglines so we'll do taglines and uh, then we'll be checking our voicemail for a bit we call horror movie whores. Um, so we watched Stranger by the Lake, and it was super gay. And I'm not... That is just a truthful statement. Oh, yeah. This That's is, not a judgment. No. That's nothing but a uh, factual statement. This is the gayest movie I've ever seen. Right. By a lot. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, like, it was an experience. Like if you, if you're like, oh yeah, I like gay movies. I saw Moonlight. Brother, buckle up. Oh yeah. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Get out of here with that Moonlight bullshit. Oh yeah. See, in contrast, if you watch this and you see, um, um, Brokeback Mountain, you're like, okay, that was revolutionary. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, show me some dicks coming and some extreme butt fucking. Yeah, like well, not not too extreme. It was loving. Extreme. Yeah. It was gentle butt fucking. Eh. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Compared to where it could go, I suppose. Um, I won't play the trailer since it's in French. French. <laughs> French. <laughs> um. Okay. Man, I have I have my uh my supervisor at work is French. I should should have asked her to be on this episode. Oh, you're such a dick, David. Um, But I will tell you that you can find Stranger by the Lake streaming on Canopy. Canopy doesn't get enough love, in my opinion. What is Canopy? Canopy is... Is that the library one? Yeah, it's a library... um, Like, you, you can get... Like something like twenty free movies through your library card if your library supports it, but they've got like a if you're looking for like art house indie or like classic films, they've got a lot of good stuff on there, like a lot of like criterion collection stuff you can mm. find on canopy um and this is on there for free if you have a library card, so at a French lake, Franck spends his summer days cruising for gay sex. Along the way, he befriends the pudgy, middle-aged, depressive Henry, who is ostensibly bisexual but has no interest in sex. But he does provide good conversation. Franck sees a gay French Tom Selleck type at the lake named Michel. Michel? Michel. Yeah, it's like Michael. Michel. Um, And is instantly attracted to him. Uh, Michel seems to be involved with someone else 
But when Franck spies Michelle drowning his presumed boyfriend, Franck decides to shoot a shot. Uh, this is an understated erotic thriller that could be considered a black comedy. It explores themes of lust, relationships, what? commitment. A, a what? black comedy? Yeah. How would this? How is this considered a black comedy? This was so deadly serious throughout. Well, the entire concept. We'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. So it explores the themes of lust, relationships, commitment, loyalty, and hot, hot, steamy cock. Oh yeah. This was one. Of, this is on a list of gay horror films that I came across, and I hadn't heard of it, but the setup seemed intriguing. Was that list? Was that list like by degree? And this was like the hottest, most flaming. It was. I mean, it was down. It was down the list in terms of like. This shit's it, fucking it was probably gay. closer to one, you know, on on this list of you know top fifteen or whatever. But notably, like it had like really high scores on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay. So it was like, huh? I always get intrigued with like, oh, if this is super well reviewed and uh, <laughs> yeah, something that I haven't heard of before. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, the the setup seemed intriguing. So a man witnesses a murder, but decides doesn't matter. Still got laid. Um, it's an engaging thriller, but calling it a horror movie is pretty generous with the genre. The last ten minutes or so could be considered horror, but the bulk of the film is mostly drama. By drama, I mean explicit, unsimulated gay sex. To say that there is gay sex in this movie is an understatement. It's basically softcore ba- gay porn for a good 60% of the film. True. In past episodes, we have advocated for more full frontal male nudity and more sex in films. Well, be careful what you wish for. Because no. this is... I... I'm sorry. Finish your this, thought. This might be... I wouldn't say too much, but... Like, you, when you ask for it and you're just given it, it's like, oh, I feel kind of empty inside. Yeah, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, the lack of it hitting was a weird. It was a yeah, it was a weird emptiness. It uh-huh. was like, oh, there's a void in me. It's and it can't be filled by this. <laughs> I guess. Well, that's somehow. Uh, uh, it's informative mm-hmm. <laughs> about myself. Uh-huh. I was like. Wow, this is really, really fucking gay. Right. <laughs> and, and I don't know, I looked down at little mister mm-hmm. hanging out, and he was like, mm, not doing it. Nothing here, boss. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, that's mm-hmm. an interesting thing to note about myself right. that I never knew before. <laughs> Good but, to know. But also... Well, technically now you you will be gay, though. Why? Well, because of... Your transition. Oh, no, no. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, um, lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about um, it. So, so, I'll admit that most of my enjoyment came from knowing, like, as I was being shocked by what I was watching, uh, the fact that I was forcing David to watch it also just gave me a lot of delight. I was giggling like a schoolgirl through a lot of this film. Um, oh, just because it goes so hard. Um, <laughs> um, 
if I had known it went this hard, I probably wouldn't have suggested it. So do you you want to know what the alternative would have been if he had said like, eh, yeah, mid midline or sure, I would it have just been softcore gay porn? I was ninety percent decided on Jennifer's body. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's it. That's the that's the one that everybody. Should. I'm glad you didn't do that one because, and don't get me wrong, it's a great movie, right? But it's a little bit of a, it's just like shooting fish in a barrel. Anybody talks about you know gay representation mm-hmm. in horror, and they're like, oh, Jennifer's body, and it's like, okay, well, yes, but like that movie, I don't know. It just feels like too too on the nose. Whereas this movie came out of left field and ran me over like a semi truck here here's my can i read a little bit of my text stream to you as i was watching this movie uh, okay yeah i said this movie is a stunt so so here's how a lot of my text conversations with bryce go it's just me talking at bryce and him not responding at all um <laughs> so just these are all my words he won't ever respond because it, that's what it's like being in in friendship with Bryce, uh-huh. in gay sex with uh-huh. Bryce. <clears throat> and I quote, I quote me, this movie is astonishingly gay. Holy fuck. And then Bryce says, I gave you a choice. You chose power bottom. I, I say, this is shockingly gay. I didn't know you were going to make me watch actual gay porn. Like, I thought we were watching horror movies as we do. Now I'm just watching dudes coming into the camera. If you showed this to a gay dude, he would call you a fag. (laughs) And then in my defense, I I responded in five minutes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, but yeah, my point does stand, though. Am Am I not also correct? Well, sometimes I'm working and I don't see it. Look, you don't have to be defensive about it. It's just what it is. I've accepted it. Have you accepted it? Or is this something you're working through? Well, it seems like an accusation coming it's from It's not you. an accusation. Mm-hmm. It's just the way you are. You know, it's, I mean... You, it's situational. I respond to things. Ah, uh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, you do. But also, you don't a lot. <laughs> And that's fine. It's, I don't expect you to. A lot of the stuff I send right. you is is sent n- knowing that you're not going to respond. Right. Because I know that about you. Uh-huh. And you know that about you, too. Uh-huh. Um, this is a super gay argument to have right now. Yeah. Daddy is... Daddy and Daddy are arguing again. Um, but, 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 but someone said on in one of our uh, yeah, after, I know. afterpod comments, you guys sound like a bickering old couple. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh-huh. I know how. It's a feature. Okay. Um where were we? I think you're at the uh last the last bit right before you So spot. yeah. I will say I really like this film. Um I'm kind of a sucker for thrillers, like this kind of like murder tension building thing is is pretty great for me. Um like I said it's really understated in that it says a lot with very few words. The script is very tight and the characters are intriguing. The acting is probably the best part of the movie. Um there's a lot communicated through glances and silences and and uh, a lot said with with very little words and and glances and, you know, hot cock. So um 
All right. Did, were you engaged by the film? Like, was it kind of one of those things? Um, where you didn't... Not for the necessarily the right reasons. I mean, it did have an interest. It was an interesting insight into a uh, into you know a subculture that I know mm, oh, some some about, but um, you know, it, it did give me a perspective that was. You're talking about the French, fresh and uh, and different mm. on the gay culture. Oh, okay. Um, but. But I imagine if you're gay, this is not necessarily very fulfilling in a number of ways. Like, it's it's not quite going to get you off. It's uh, not... Like, it's more informative to the non-gay person, um, in my opinion, uh, in that... I mean, considering the considering all the cool. Okay, so I'm gonna gonna reference back to last week where we watched Crimes of the Future, which was a movie that had a fucking assload of cool concepts and weird, interesting thoughts and dilemmas that I had never seen posed in these ways before. And your uh, dissatisfaction with the film was so intense, and you, you were like, "It just could have been a short movie. It could have been a short." You know, this could have been a short, and it would have been just as good. And then we have this, which is like the most copy-paste, basic bitch-ass thriller that I can possibly imagine. That with that's only twist is there's Dick going into butthole, and Bryce is like, "Oh, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life." And and so now I'm like, well, this could have been this could have been ten minutes long and been the same fucking movie. Because this is every single thriller about a murderer you've ever seen done with a gay twist. But not just the gayest twist you've ever seen. Like, this is like lots and lots of sucking cock and butt fucking and cum shots into the camera from hard erect penises coming into the camera like what you put you on your, into the camera that you was, put on was your 3d glasses it. and you're like whoa i gotta sideswipe the jizz that's not accurate like that was there was a cum shot it wasn't into the camera it it was impressive <laughs> um i'm glad you're impressed uh so to me i'm like okay like this did not th- if you want to talk about cool concepts and like I don't know. Like this didn't have much of anything. It was really light on the tension. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of releases to that tension throughout. <laughs> that um, ew. That made me just be. Like, I gotta tell you, I and it's not. A, it's barely a thriller. Like it's it's this is so like this is. Of the horror movies that we've reviewed, this is the lightest on the horror. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever. To the point where I'm like, are we just... Like, is this just a cult of personality now? <laughs> hey, man, it was on a list of gay horror movies. I Don't hide behind your lists. I, uh, you I know, trust it in the list. It's a thriller. I'll 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 contest your assertion that it's barely a thriller. It is a thriller. Yeah, it's a thriller. It's super fucking basic and it does nothing I new. I don't I don't agree. I don't agree with that statement. Oh, there's a lot of groundbreaking shit and concepts and thoughts in this movie. I mean not groundbreaking, but it's it's very unique. 
I wouldn't say this is a cookie cutter thriller. It's okay. Or even a cookie cutter erotic thriller. Like it's it's uh pretty unique in its approach and its setup and like the dynamics between the characters. Uh, yeah, it and it achie- that uniqueness that you're speaking of is the fact that it's gay. Well, that's one way of putting it, but I mean it's it's more than that. We'll get into it in the spoilers. Okay, what do you give this? Um, I liked it. I'd I'd even recommend it to people. Um, <laughs> yeah, you would, <laughs> and you I, will. You're on a more horror movie review show, and here uh-huh. here we go. Yeah, here's Bryce's recommendation. Yeah, I'd say uh, I'd give it a seven out of ten. Bold. That's a bold. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, actually, that's light. That's a light enough uh score that I don't disagree with it. Um, it's a good movie. Uh, it's really well acted. Mm-hmm. It's really well cast. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. There, it, it's a vibe. It's a big, long, kind of, uh, melancholy, horny vibe. Like, this movie is just, like, a lot of, <sighs> a lot of, like, male horniness. Uh-huh. And, um, and by the way, I kind of get it now. Like... <laughs> Like, the reason you don't see a bunch of dicks in movies, uh-huh. it's not great. It's just not a great look, especially when it's just dick after dick after dick after dick. And and the character is kind of overshadowed by the dick in a weird, not great way. When you see a... When I see a... Mm. No, and this when is, you see a dick, you just go into a fever dream state where you just can't notice anything else. It's just the dick is uh, is is its own sort of actor, right? Uh-huh. It needs its own line on the credits uh-huh. because it commands attention. <laughs> it commands attention, and not to say that pussy doesn't. Right. It's just a it's just a different level of energy, you know. Obviously, very different energy coming off of penis versus vagina. I don't know. I mean, that's a real good question is like, because I'd say if there's tits on screen, I feel like it would demand as much attention as a dick. Yeah, it's just like I said, it's just a very different energy, you know, Uh, and uh, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's it's a fine movie. Uh, I don't know that I would watch it again i do i would not watch it again um and i i would recommend it to a select group of people um and the the i wouldn't and that's not necessarily gay people in fact i specifically wouldn't necessarily recommend it to gay people because i do feel it would be unfulfilling in a lot of ways it's like a lot of foregone it's like women going to watch men you know, the movie Men. It's like, they can just go outside and feel uncomfortable by the male gaze all the time. They don't need to sit through a movie that recreates that experience. The gay thing, same kind of thing. Um, to I imagine. This is just my imagination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But I think that people who are, uh, who want to step into the shoes of uh, a gay man, this is... This is the way to do that. Big time. This is that. Uh, it's a very specific uh, 
set of quandaries and problems or, and horninesses. Mm-hmm. I give this I give this probably a six. Yeah. Yeah. So not far off. Um okay. If you're listening to commercials at any point, you should know that you don't have to on this podcast. If you go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash horror movie talk um, at a certain tier, I believe it's the $6.66 tier, you get access to ad-free episodes as soon as we finish editing them. So check us out there. There's lots of other tiers with different perks and bonus content. Um, also check out our shop at horrormovietalk.com slash shop. Um, there you'll find lots of merch featuring images from our resident artist, Dustin Gobel, who's a professional artist who fucks art. He also takes commissions for artwork from HNT fans. So contact him on Instagram at dgobel00 at dgoebel00 and make your artistic dreams come true. Um, if you were to compare Dustin's fucking to the fucking in this movie, which is which is harder? Oh wow, you've actually got me a bit speechless. Yeah, I don't know. Probably, uh, why not both? Yeah, you know, yeah, you can have equal levels of fucking. Um, so Even the pedals make it move more. If you go to, if you call six eight two two five three four four six eight, you can leave us a voicemail. Thanks for listening. Let's get into spoilers. Thanks. So, yeah. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, that's the grinder notification. So... Yeah, I mean, I'll say like, I think I think I disagree if, to say that gay people wouldn't get anything out of this. I think it's pretty hot. Like you, well, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe I, yeah, look, that's all a, very presumptuous by me. But I, I just imagine that this is this tackles stuff if I, that if they've I, had to tackle so many times that they're like, okay, yeah, sure. I I would say like if there was a straight film with the equivalent amount of straight sex and um you know explicitness which i'm not sure there is like yeah i'm not either i would be totally into it i would not i would not be into that and that's how i'm that's how i'm gauging this is i'm like if this were a straight film like the reason this was a worthwhile and interesting movie to me was literally because of the dick in the ass Uh of other dudes Uh like this super gayness of it made it novel enough to, for me to watch it. But if this was just about a hot gal and a hot guy going at it, or two hot gals going at it, I'd just be like, okay, like, so? I, it, there would be so much less interest behind it because it's... Well, just, there's you, no... there. This is not a terrifically interesting movie. It's it. There's no punches pulled. It's just very, very straightforward... Yeah, it's it's pretty it's very straight. It's not even a who done it. You know who did it. <laughs> right. Um Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I'm a sucker for for uh softcore sex. Like This makes a lot of sense. I actually. like I like leaving a little to the imagination. But, you know. Well. Um Yeah, unsimulated. there's very few films with unsimulated sex on on screen. Like 
theatrical films that aren't pure porn. Yeah. Um, yeah, what is that? What's unsimulated? No, like why? Like why is that? You know, like what? Because it's pretty big ass for actors that are essentially strangers to actually fuck on screen. I don't know. I mean, people do that every day anyway. Actually, in this film, um, it wasn't them fucking. The the main actors, they actually got body doubles for the the explicit like blowjob scene and like the coming scene and stuff like that. Oh. If you look closely, you're, you'll notice that it's a different cock. <laughs> they sm- smack that stunt cock! <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That guy's circumcised. <laughs> yeah, where's remember? where is the... Uh, remember? Where's the continuity person? Yeah. Where's what? the script supervisor on this one? This guy's circumcised. Remember the... Uh, remember Orgasmo? I haven't seen it. Stunt cock! Yeah. Bring in the stunt cock! Yeah. Yeah, this makes a lot of sense. You're more, you're ex-Mormon. You grew up like really, really repressed uh, in terms of like, I mean, you've you've spoken on the show about about how guilty the church made you feel for yeah. oh, feeling yeah. horny, when so specifically masturbation, okay, and porn. So this lane of like, it's naughty, but it's not quite so naughty. Like it's, it makes more sense. Now a little bit to me. Does that yeah. make any sense to you or is that a total miss? No, it makes sense. But also like I find my preferences with porn are a lot like hardcore stuff turns me off. Wow. <laughs> like when it's just like, you know, what is- where it's just basically watching someone be abused. Okay, well, wait, wait. Which is like 90% of porn. Wait, I think you're getting your definitions mixed up. Hardcore and softcore, what do you think those mean? Well, hardcore would be like basically close-ups of penetration and like really, I mean, like hardcore, like in in that it's extreme in the, in the, uh, I don't know. No, so you you hit on it. At, that's literally the definition, right? P- showing penetration. That right. That no, it doesn't have anything to do with domination or hitting or abusiveness. It's not hardcore. I just hardcore is d- the delimiter for penetration, and softcore sure. the delimiter is doesn't show penetration, and d- a lot of times softcore doesn't even show anything other than chest up. Right stuff. You don't get. You don't really get. Dicks. Yeah, I mean, even even cum shots are. Yeah, you would be. I I don't think you'd technically see cum shots in a in a soft. I don't think so. It would just be a close up on a guy's face as he comes. But I feel like you had a little bit of like hardcore means there's some abuse involved, and that is not what. Well, abuse or, um, I don't know. Feels more exploitational. I mean. Come on, we've all seen porn. We know what's what's in it and how it's like. It's pretty geared towards um, people that are looking for something that's pretty slightly wrong, if not very wrong. Okay, so well, there's a big difference between just vanilla sex that's hardcore, that's shot hardcore, uh-huh. um, and a dude stepping on a gal's face and then <laughs> smacking her, right? Um, you know, with intent to harm, right? You know. 
both are hardcore, but only in that they show penetration. One is specifically abusive, and the other is just vanilla sex. Right. Both achieve hard, quote-unquote, hardcore. Well, is, even, I can't believe this is horror movie talk. This is what this, is happening to our show. This is not that different from a regular episode, to be honest. <laughs> no, but now we're getting so we're getting so specifically into uh-huh. definitions of of porn. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean it's it's definitely softcore erotica, ah, um, but not entirely. Not, uh, there is a cum shot. There is a lot of dick. A lot of dick. A lot of a dick. A lot yeah. of dick. So you're turned off by all the dick, is what you're saying? No, I do. I'm not. I wasn't turned off. I just wasn't turned on. Yeah, yeah. Difference. It's a. It's an interesting ride, in a movie like this as a straight person because. You'll you'll learn things about yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never really challenge yourself, right? You're like, well, I don't know. Some of us do. Um. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I don't see like the it, it, you know what it is. You know what's the most interesting take on on like all the dick hmm. is imagining this must be what all the women feel about seeing tits on yeah. screen, where it's like, is that necessary? Where it's just Although, like, you know what? I don't think so. It's just skin flaps, you know. That's what you know. When I look at all the dick, it's like, yeah, it's it's just basically skin flaps. Just flapping in the wind, and dicks look kind of like an afterthought to me. <laughs> you know, it's like there's this, like there's the human body in all its magnificence, mm-hmm. and it's all pretty impressive. You know, um, m- both female and male, until you get to just the dick, and then it's like, um, it's like taking a piece of like raw clay and just like. Just like slapping it on, be like, it's done. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's kind of the general consensus, but you know, you sit with it long enough, and you're like, I feel like I appreciate dicks more. Oh, I sit with mine constantly, I, I, and that's the that's the whole point of me doing right. this transition is it's just there all the time, right? So yeah, I mean, at, at a certain point, it like it makes it so commonplace where you're like viewing the world differently you're like wow it's just it's uh it, it's like the experience of being on a nude beach really it's like oh this isn't all of a sudden all this energy that's put around this yeah. it just becomes very normal yeah and you're like oh well i don't know what this means and it separates nudity from like actual lust and and sex um, yeah, but also it doesn't. <laughs> but also it doesn't. Um, um, okay, so let's let's run through what happens here. So Frank arrives, he swims, he spots Henry, sits down and talks with him for a little bit. We learn that Henry doesn't like swimming. He just kind of likes sitting and enjoying the view. Um, they talk about a type of catfish <laughs> that's supposedly in the lake. Um but it's just like good conversation, mm-hmm. you know, pretty platonic. Um, and then Frank's pretty soon spots Michelle in the distance and goes off and tries to find him in the woods. And uh, pretty soon you see like what we're dealing with because we we basically <laughs> Your notes here. we basically see Michelle eating ass like the next. I mean, the first like 
medium shot that we see Michelle is him just eating ass. He like comes out for a breath. He looks Riley at, looks, looks at, at Frank, the camera. Like, gives him a little smirk. And he's like, <laughs> goes back to eating ass. Uh, but the kind of the feature of this movie is it, it's a true one location film. Like, yeah, it's there's no indoor location. It's all outdoors, and it's the lake and the woods. Right. And the parking and lot. And the parking lot. Uh, like, for some reason, they focus a lot on cars driving up to the parking lot, which is just color, I guess. But, like, it's basically the the men on the beach at the lake um, doing some, you know, just a... Uh, what do you call it? Sunbathing like obligatory swimming like yes i'm at the lake i'll go swim okay how about about that gay cock though (laughs) so they they go and then they like wander into the woods and these woods is like kind of this dreamy landscape of just gay dudes kind of um just grazing in a field (laughs) hang on i want to read your note here i want to read it word for word the fucking woods. The fucking woods. Guys aimlessly wandering around like cattle. <laughs> this, is, this is this is so exactly what I didn't ever think I'd have to envision. Like I never like considered what a gay cruising spot would be like. But then when it when I was like confronted with like there are gay cruising spots. People mm-hmm. go there to find strangers to fuck right. in a gay way. Then I was like, "Oh, this is exactly how that would be." Like I like like my mind had to like do that. Like, okay, so a bunch of horny guys and they want to have sex with each other, and oh, I'm there, and this is exactly what it is, which is like just like tense energy from mm-hmm. dudes who are who recognize that each other are a little dangerous. Like, <laughs> there's danger. There's like so, like so, and. Some of them are aggressive. They're like, in in good and bad ways, some will be like, walk up to you and just grab your dick. And you're like, mm-hmm. hey, can you not, please? Mm-hmm. And others will be like, hey, motherfucker, this is, this is my boyfriend. You stay away from him. Mm-hmm. This is a, the cruising spot. There's a line around us. And this is not, like, there's just a bunch of like, like, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, that energy that's uh, produced by that uh, hormone that men have. What's that hormone? Testosterone energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, even if you're not gay, if you're a man, you get it. You're like, oh, this is what would happen if women had the same amount of, like, sexual desire as men do. It would be a weird world, man. Yeah. Kids would grow up not innocent at all. <laughs> like... Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I don't think gay guys are just having hardcore sex in front of their kids. I'm saying if the whole world Mm. just had this constant sexual drive all the time, it it would be a very different culture that we had. Yeah, it's a really interesting juxtaposition to to look at like, oh, oh, oops, sorry. I should have turned that off. I think I was getting the... I, I had a like, massive I had a massive uh, problem with my house last night, so I have to leave my ringer on. Okay, um, but it's an interesting juxtaposition to see how 
with the gay guys, I mean, this is obviously a spot known for cruising. Um, but it's a foregone conclusion that everyone there wants to fuck. Yeah. Like, and it's just like a formality of figuring out who you're going to fuck or who's going to let you fuck them. (laughs) Whereas if you go to like a straight equivalent, which was probably like a bar or something Uh or yeah, well, first of all, there's no straight equivalent. I don't think there's just a place you can go to hang around and be like, everyone's here to fuck. Um, but if you were to go to, to the closest straight equivalent, like it's not a, it's like, it's offensive to think that it's a foregone conclusion that everyone wants to fuck each other. Like that's dangerous territory for men to be like, Oh, there's a woman here at the bar. She definitely wants to fuck. So, and women will get offended. (laughs) Yeah. If you assume that, you know? Yeah, it'd be. Ew. David, Sometimes David, I just want to dance. Um, I didn't go missing, David. The FBI knew where I was the entire time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting viewing. Uh, it's an interesting cultural thing. And I think um, notably, it doesn't say the exact um, year or time frame, but this feels like early 90s-ish. Okay, that seems arbitrary to me. No one has cell phones, like, but they're talking about AIDS. Um, like the cars are pretty old. Are they talking about AIDS? The cars I have no frame of reference for because they're like Renaults. They're like French cars, <laughs> right? You know, so I'm like, I don't have any idea, like, what this is. But the, were they talking about AIDS? Oh, they there was a there was like a a one line about it, right? Like, like there was a he was asked about a condom. I think yeah they had mentioned AIDS so it's um yeah not not to say that AIDS isn't a concern now I mean I'm sure there's still gay guys that mention it um but it, it feels like it's a different time it's not modern because if it was like everyone would have cell phones I did feel. did you see that meme I sent you about about <laughs> that the spicy take on AIDS Oh, <laughs> yeah. this is one person talking about COVID-19 and they're like, if somebody is going to, you know, to go out uh, and and just live their life without, uh, you know, without taking uh, the proper precautions put forward by, you know, the 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 CDC or whatever it is, then death is just that's that's what they deserve. And then this other person says, well, that's a spicy take on AIDS. It's like, yeah, it's not that cut and dry, is mm-hmm. it? It's like, eh. um, The sound in that woods, that those fucking woods, mm-hmm. you hear the wind whisper through <laughs> the trees and it's just. <laughs> um, <laughs> couple, couple things like happened. There's. Couple features of of this film are um, lots of gay sex, uh, but then there's this one kind of schlubby voyeur guy. This dude's my favorite part of this whole <laughs> yeah. thing. This is, I mean, this comes into like a little bit of the black comedy bit because this is there's comedic relief from this guy a little bit. Yeah, and he's he's just like you know he's schlubby, 
and it seems like everyone else there is like an Adonis and just like kind of almost perfect bodies. And then you got the schlubby guy. He's like, I just, can I just jack off to you guys fucking? And everyone's like, no, go away. Some people are like, yeah, well, I mean, like, okay. okay, whatever. You know, he's just here like everybody else. Like he's just trying to get off. Who would have him? You know, there's this feel, there's this vibe of like, who would have that guy? Right. So just let him jack off to us. Come back when we're fucking, and then you can see us. Right now, we're having a conversation. Yeah. Can you be gone while we're having a conversation and come back while we're fucking to jerk off to us? <laughs> Please? He's like, okay. And then there's another guy, uh, notably, that asks where all the women are at. Yeah, what was that? And the guy was like, it's not... Not, that type of place. That type of place doesn't exist, yeah. buddy. You gotta like, you gotta get your world in order. And he's like, "No, yeah, sometimes there's women there." And I just realized now, I wonder if there's some trans women there or something at one point. And he's like, "Hey, man, women are here, ready uh, to fuck." Yeah, just occurred to me. Oh, that would make more sense. Um, but yeah, it's just funny thinking like a guy like, yeah, maybe there's a chance. That there are some women out here grazing the in the woods, <laughs> waiting for someone to come up and be like, hey. Can you imagine what that would be like? T- terrifying. Well, I would, it would be like. I would definitely be like the Shelby guy just jacking off to other people. Come, be a fucking stampede thing. of men. Just like, I want to have sex with you. She's like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um. So there, it's kind of a, a back and forth between, um, you know, F- Frank talking to Henry and, and pursuing Michelle. So specifically, Henry is this older male, kind of mm-hmm. kind of portly, mm-hmm. and he just kind of likes to hang out yeah. by the beach, and he likes to think and sit, and, uh, and he's kind of this voice of wisdom. He sits off in the, di- like... In the distance, away from everyone else. Right. And he's kind of like this voice of wisdom mm-hmm. of like, hey, you know, I think I see things objectively. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not specifically here for sex. Um, wouldn't that be nice if it happened? But I don't expect that to like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Frank... Uh, Befriends. Well, I don't even. He's he's not there with any expectations of sex. Like he's not no, there for yeah, sex at all. Yeah, he's literally just vacationing and like is hanging and happens to be mildly bisexual as well. Like, right. He has. He doesn't have. He's been crushed by the world. Right. A bit. Yeah. He mentions that he has had uh, kind of bisexual experiences with his wife, which sounds like they're pretty wild. He was talking about like, oh yeah, we've. We'd go out and fuck like 10 to 12 people. It's like, oh, uh, that's kind of odd that you would be. Maybe that's just the French culture. Maybe that just happens there. I think it happens here. Um, and But he's he's almost surprised that, that Frank is truly gay. Like, oh, you just have sex with men? Yeah, he's like, like what the fuck? That's, that's rare. And then Frank like, looks around the beach at all... Of the gay men that are naked and like walking into the woods, He's like, um, no, it's not, no, not really. <laughs> um, so 
yeah, Frank talks with Michelle at at one point. He's he's definitely pursuing him. He's following him into the lake and like following him out of it and and talks. But their conversation is cut short because uh, Michelle's um, supposed boyfriend comes up and takes him. He's like, "Hey, are we gonna fuck in the woods or what?" Michelle's like annoyed. She's like, "I've been here the whole time, man. I gotta go fuck in the woods." There's a lot of this. Like, there's a lot of this of a dude. Who's just jacked up on on testosterone, horny? Mm-hmm. Who shows up and he's just irritated that he even has to look for the person that he's there to fuck. He's mm-hmm. like, it, f- "What is going on? Why aren't we? Why are we having sex right now, <laughs> fucking bitch?" And and the other guy's like, I, "I've just been." Uh, this happens like three or four times uh-huh. throughout the movie where some dude shows up and he's like, mm, 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 mm. "Yeah." Um, so they go off and, and fuck in the woods. Oh, in the conversation with, uh, Michel, uh, he mistakenly thinks that Frank is boyfriend, boyfriend with, uh, Henry, which he explains he isn't. Um, but that night, or was it the next day? Doesn't matter. Eventually it gets to a point where, uh, Frank sees Michel drown this boyfriend of his yeah. in the lake. And yeah. he sees it from the distance in the woods through the trees. And he shits, just sits and watches it, which is the implication is like, hmm, I could tell someone about this, or I could just take advantage of the situation and fuck Michelle. <laughs> which is the whole point of the movie is that dichotomy of like, yes, this is dangerous and this guy is a monster, but I do really, really want to fuck him. Yeah. Like, I'm very attracted to him. That's where the dark comedy comes in because it's an absurd, like, take. Of it like, is not an absurd... That's no, that's, that's, that's the thing. It's No, it's not... It's, not, it's an absurd, like, um, decision to make, to be like, Oh yeah, definitely. I got we got to fuck. I got to fuck that guy. Because the hum- That makes so much sense. The human thing is like someone was killed and they need to pay for their crimes. Um I need to go to the police and tell them what I saw. Um but then I won't <laughs> be able to have sex with them. This is literally the mind of a man. Right, this is great cuz I was like I was telling Aaron about this. You did, she didn't watch it with you? She didn't watch it with me. I was telling Why Aaron not? about this and about this decision of basically the the movie was about like I saw this guy murder a guy. But should I have sex with him? And and I told her like yeah, it makes to me it makes total sense. Yeah, like, it's, it's obvious. Of course, like be like, hmm, there is an angle here where I get to have sex. And she thought that was hilarious that like that that was a take. It's like no, but that's that's where the absurdity of it comes in. Where it's like, yeah, that's where the tension builds. And how do you, um, number one, live with yourself like for not turning him in but also you're an actual real danger because he could be just a guy killing all these guys that he fucks which is a which in a weird way can add to the 
right. awesomeness of the sex. Right. And the uniqueness of it, is where this differs from other thrillers, I think, is that they're equals, you know? In terms of, like, physical strength and, and like, the danger, you know, between the predator and prey dynamic, like, they are equals. No. Michelle is a specimen. Michelle is... He is... Uh, I mean, I see what you're trying to say, which is that they're both males, but... Michelle is an is is well established as a good swimmer. Number one, yeah. Number two, he's but so is Frank. Uh, Frank is a good swimmer. Yeah, but he even I mean they set it up in this mo- in the movie between the conversation between the two of them where they where Frank's like you're an amazing swimmer and and uh, and Michelle's like yeah you know I. I've been swimming a long time, and but you're good too. And Frank's like, I am. He has this earnest look on his face, and he's like, I'm not even. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, but not is, only this... that. Not only that. I mean, Michelle has a good thirty to forty pounds on Frank. Um, he's that, okay. I mean, this is getting nitpicky. Like the point I'm trying to make is mm-hmm. like, if you're talking about two men, similar age, similar. Close to similar physique, at least they're in yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a much, much different dynamic than even a fit man and a woman, where where the man is the murderer. Like yeah. it's it's not it's not even comparable. Like that's that's why women are afraid of men because whoa, hey, this yeah, is getting spicy. We're uh. I mean, where does all the where's all the crime committed against women? It's like, yeah, it's men doing it because they're stronger and they want to assault them for their own reasons. You're forgetting about women on women crime. Uh huh. <laughs> so that's like a kind of unique, and and the director even said, or the writer director even said, originally he came up with the idea and was trying to write a script for a straight couple. And which is kind of crazy. You don't wouldn't know how that would even work. But us, I'd assume it wouldn't be on a cruising beach where equivalent. It's it's yeah. It's obvious that he came up with that once he got this idea. It made so much more sense. But yeah, he said like it works so much better with them being kind of equals. Um, and um, yeah, that is where it's unique to me, and that that dynamic of of being roughly physically equal um, to the person that's a threat to you. Um, it takes away a lot of that, you know, the danger, but it also adds to like the relationship aspect and kind of the, the interpersonal dynamic of, of the relationship. Sure. Um, so the, the detective comes along, starts asking questions, and, and this is where it gets pretty run-of-the-mill of, like, the detective asking questions and, you know, Frank and Michelle lying and then getting caught in their lies and the detective detective coming back and asking more questions. And, and uh, I thought it was kind of interesting because they never... The, Michelle is the only one who really outright lies. And it's only once uh, uh, that I can really truly pick apart which is like not like it's all a lot of lies of omission 
Because everything that Frank says is pretty true. It's like, yeah, no, I, I no, was he definitely like, what are you talking about? He saw the murder and he said he didn't. Like right. that's a pretty big lie. Okay, yeah. So they both, so they both do lie in that you know, uh, Frank's uh, saw the murder, but the rest of his story m- makes sense in that it's all basic truths. Well, he said, this is how you, this is how you, he told the truth that he was there, but he also lied and said that he was there late into the night fucking when she wasn't right. Like oh, the, person, true. the person he was fucking left true, pretty true, true. early. And then he like is caught in that line. And he says like, Oh, I was fucking another nameless faceless. Guy. This is the perfect, like, this is the perfect scenario for this kind of setup. Uh, which is. We're at a gay cruising site. No, right. I don't know anybody's name. I, yeah, I was a little fucking busy. Yeah, in the woods. Like, uh, I no, I I don't like. Th- yeah, the detective is like, oh, so you were here in the dark of night and you didn't know the guy's name or even what he looks like. You just fumbled around in the dark and found someone to fuck. And the and, and the response is just him being like staring at him for a minute, like, being like, yeah, are you new here? <laughs> like, did you heard what you just said, right? <laughs> Doesn't that sound fucking awesome? Look over. Look 20 <laughs> yards to your right. Look 20 yards to your right. There's two dudes fucking right now. They don't know each other's names. Yeah. So there's there's that going on. And then and then Henry is kind of, like you said, the voice of reason and, you know, kind of he's, brings brings uh, Frank back into reality of like, you know, he's going to murder you, right? <laughs> and it's like, mm, yeah, but. He's got a nice cock. So there's that. And then the ending is is basically like the culmination. See, this is so hard because it's hard to talk about this movie because there's so much subtlety and so much stuff going on from like looks and glances yeah. and, and stuff where like when you have the topic of butt fucking and sucking cock, it kind of overshadows a lot of the subtleness in terms of what we can talk about. Um, sure. But there's there's a lot of, like, interpersonal, like, kind of bitchiness and subtlety. And there, there's a, like, the a huge theme of it is um, Frank really loves Michelle and wants to, like, make this into a more serious thing. And Michelle is not into it. He wants this to be a casual thing. He doesn't even want to go home with the guy or spend the night or even like get dinner with him. Yeah. Like he's totally non-committal to where, to the point where I'm wondering, like, I wonder if Michelle like actually has like a wife and kids or something. Like you don't know anything about him, you know, other than he's here and he's here to fuck. And he's devastatingly gorgeous. Yeah. He's and a, has a beautiful cock and mustache. Like, man, I'd love to slide my cock. Yeah. He looks right like he, he looks spot on. Like, like two people, you were saying Tom. Yeah, Selleck. Tom Selleck. And the direct, yeah, the director even said like he looks like Tom Selleck. And Tom, uh, Tom Scarrett. Scarrett. Yeah, yeah. Tom Scarrett was who I was thinking of. Yeah, I was like, God, he looks a lot like. But he, now looking at pictures of Tom Selleck. I mean, like, anyway, oh, if yeah. you're if you're talking about guys with mustaches that are dark haired, like you got Tom Selleck, Tom Scarrett, Burt Reynolds, like that's and Charles Bronson and sure Charles Bronson. 
I mean, maybe the most iconic one. But he's he's a weird looking dude, though. Charles Bronson is very unique looking. Yeah, yeah. Compared to Selleck, though, this guy looks like the youngest, cuttest version of Selleck. Yeah, and I can't think of what role that would be. Um, Magnum PI. Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, d- devastatingly gorgeous, mm-hmm. like dude. And same with Frank too. Frank is, I mean, he's pretty. Yeah, he's a very pretty person. Yeah. Uh, and and you go, okay. Does that have to be the the goddamn most gorgeous? Well, that's uh, the thing. Like with the, with the most supple cock <laughs> and juicy, juicy ass. Do they you're not, absolutely have to? You're not telling lies. Have the thickest, ropiest loads <laughs> that you just want to. You just want to tie yourself. You just want to weave a, a quilt out of these loads, uh-huh. and then just go to sleep in it. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I mean, it's also kind of a commentary on that aspect of gay culture, where like yeah, it is very judgment uh, can you imagine i was saying this to carrie because okay carrie fell asleep while we were watching this movie well, before we started we were watching borat and then she <laughs> fe- <laughs> she fell asleep which is strangely <laughs> wow actually a lot of dicks yeah a lot, a lot of, of dicks and ass and borat gay too stuff. um yeah asshole yeah, ass eating and yeah borat basically yeah I, I, anyway so she fell asleep and then i started this movie and she and the next day, she's like, "What did you? Uh, what did you end up watching?" I was like, "Actual gay porn." <laughs> Bryce made us. She's like, "Why?" I was like, "Bryce is making us watch gay porn," and and she was like, "Well, that makes sense." But then she was also like, "She's like, what was it like?" And I was like, "I just like there's a there there's this inclination as a dude where you're like, it would be so much more simple if I were gay, mm, yeah. you know." That is not true even a little bit. Thinking about all my gay friends and how much hard work and upkeep they do to their bodies and how much they care. Right. It is so much more than any straight relationship I've seen. They are so on top of their hygiene and presentation game because what does a dude want? beauty like they they just want to fuck a beautiful thing well yeah i mean they're yeah definitely a large subset i will say after watching um what's that documentary that you you told me to watch with the one kind of squirrely guy um give me a little bit more than that well it's the one where he goes to like the the bears festival oh (laughs) it's not a documentary it's a show uh call like balls deep or something yeah, balls like that deep. yeah and there's one episode i mean a it's, vice, a, doc, it's, it's a documentary a vice, yeah, show. it's a vice show it's a journalistic show i guess um where he goes to this like this kind of uh meeting of just bear gay guys yeah and bears and otters there's a there's an element of that in that culture where like <laughs> there's also uh Areas for, you know, um, acceptance of different body types. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you you know, here's what you do. You go, you look at porn and you realize like, oh, yeah, guys are into different things. Like they'll, yes, of course, like the, you know, Venus de Milo, like perfect woman 
is like, yeah, of course we all like that. But also there's guys that love like, you know, big girls or yeah. like big old droopy. Tits. I'm not going to lie. It's all pretty appealing to me. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, this, this, this version of, of like, um, gay culture of like, oh yeah, they're, they're definitely, um, more picky, more picky. Yeah. In these circumstances, um, where you actually kind of feel for like, oh, that poor guy, you know, that's a voyeur. Frank gives the voyeur a, a go at his nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually Frank just gives and he's like, all right, you can suck my dick. Just doesn't that just concept kind of blow your mind if someone's like offering to suck your dick and you're like, I guess. I guess if there was any woman, regardless of my attraction to them, I'd be like, I feel like I'd be into it. I wouldn't yeah. be like, emphatically, yes. <laughs> it's never happened to me, so I mean, I I wouldn't know. You'd be like, are you a street woman? <laughs> I don't have to pay for this, right? I watched a documentary. Are you walking the knife? <laughs> so, in the end, like, Henry approaches Michelle when, when Frank is out swimming in the lake. And he's pretty direct with Michelle. He's like, so, you going to murder this guy? You know? Is that what you're going to do? And um, Michelle's like, what are you talking about? Like, they ain't got shit on me. And uh, Henry's like, yeah, well, for now. And he's heavily implying that, like, the detective has... You're gonna get it. ...information or is going to get information or Henry knows something. Um, and uh, this is one of those subtle moments because, like, it's a direct confrontation and threat to Michelle. And then Henry gets up and walks into the woods, notably... And he stops and, like, looks back. And it's one of those similar, like, subtle situations where that's the look of come hither, you know. He's expecting him to follow him. So you've seen it many times with all the gay guys of walking into the woods or walking past each other in the woods and, and looking at each other, which is basically like, hey, we're going to do this? Uh, it occurs to me that this might not have been completely set up yet. For the listeners, Henry is a pretty depressive guy, right. and he's um and and he's uh, kind of lost the the will to live mm -hmm. necessarily. Like he he's just not he's just not for this world anymore, and not he's not like right. And also, like I I forgot to mention, like he is the counterpoint to Michelle in that Henry declares like kind of this platonic love to Frank, Frank yeah. to say like I'm tired of being alone like can't we just like live with each other can't we just like be really good friends and like not have sex but sleep in the same bed kind mm. of thing and so Frank is presented with these two like choices of like do I keep pursuing this guy that uh, wants nothing to do with sex me other with than no relationship sex? at all just sex in the woods or relationship and no sex at all. And right. and it's it's like, why does it have to be these two polar opposites? That kind of was a little bit irritating to me in this movie. Well, I mean, in it's set up in terms of, like, pursuing a relationship, really. Because, like, by pursuing Michelle, he's also n um, neglecting um, 
in improving his relationship with Henry because he blows Henry off several times for going out to dinner or going out for a drink. And it kind of hurts Henry's feelings. Yeah, sure. But it's also like, yeah, you're choosing this dangerous path that's unfulfilling in the long run. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the conversation. And so, yeah, and, and Frank is, sorry, Henry is is pretty depressive. So this look back to Michelle says a lot. And you realize, like, oh, he... He, he wants to die now. He kind of wants this. And sure enough, Frank comes back to the shore and sees both of them gone and then goes exploring in the woods. Sees Michelle murder Henry... Um, and tries to save Henry, but... And weirdly enough, the sound in the woods is the same sound. Uh-huh. But this time it's murder. Horror or porno. Um, <laughs> it's just the knife plunging into him. And uh, Frank like, tries to staunch the bleeding, but Henry's like, just, I'm ready. This is what I will. This is what I want. I called him out on his, on his murder. Mm-hmm. And now I get to die. So then he just to that big place in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, Fr- uh, Frank is like kind of hiding in the woods and then sees like, oh, the detective is coming back. Like he approaches and it's a real like <laughs> out of the blue moment where Michelle just pops into frame and stabs the detective and kills him immediately. Yeah. And so then it turns into like kind of a cat and mouse thing or a situation where like, oh, now Frank Frank is being hunted by Michelle. And like Michelle is like calling out into the woods and like, hey, yeah, let's, you know, why don't we go to my house tonight? Like, I want to make this work. Like, it's such a weird, such a weird cliche in movies. Like, does this have to happen every time? Does the. Is the person who's frantically looking to murder the other person always going to try and put them at ease while they while everybody knows that you're trying to murder them? Like, hey, we can have a relationship. It's like, OK. What? Well, I mean, the setup is that Michelle definitely knows he killed someone. And so it is also just as likely that like, oh, yeah, he'll still be OK with this. Um might not be happy that I'm murdering lots of people now, but you know, you know, there's a quid pro quo. Like you don't tell people I murdered, uh, three people and I'll, uh, I'll come home with you and then spend the night. I need to engage in homicidal behavior on a massive scale cannot be corrected, but uh, I have no other way to fulfill my needs. So, I mean, this last 10 minutes is really what you could even consider horror. And that's it. Yeah, it's like not- even even the first murder is at a distance in silhouette. Yeah, it's like all it's- pretty impersonal. Um, and I don't know. This it's just it's so, this movie is so like it's such a one trick pony because if it weren't for all the dicks and coming and butt fucking and um, coming and dicks and butt fucking and butt fucking, there's like four things that happen. <laughs> And none of them are anything new or interesting necessarily. It's just the context is new. And that's actually pretty interesting. Um, but. Well, the context makes it new, at least for me. Like it's a, it's, I don't know. it makes a, it's a new dynamic that I've never seen before. 
I guess it's um the only thing that's kind of like mildly intriguing to me is this impressively luxurious lifestyle that these guys get to live day to day <laughs> where they just get to go and fuck in the woods all day every day apparently <laughs> like where I'm like who whose life is this well french people don't actually work yes yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it's I I'm, I'm like I think in France they get like 2 months of vacation every year or something like that. Europeans have it pretty good in terms of PTO. I'll I'll, I'll give them that. Do, will you though? Like do they all and and at what cost, you know, because that's coming from something. And I I don't know. I like I, but on the other hand, hey, good for them. You know, like <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah, Henry's a logger. Yeah. Yeah, he's a logger, and he's out here. Like, is that the most unbelievable part of this movie that Henry is a logger? Oh no, Henry is a he is the quintessential logger. Really? Dude. Yeah, big old beer gut. <laughs> um, yeah, at that point they're they're old, you know. So uh, they, I would not have expected to see him like swinging an axe and looking around a big old chainsaw. Well, he yeah, I've seen plenty of guys. All right, well like you would Henry. know. Um. Uh, and then like the the final shot of the movie is 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 frank eventually like waiting deep dark into the night for until like the feels like michelle's gone and then he stands up and calls out for him and that's like the commentary where it's like oh yeah he decided like yeah but that dick though yeah <laughs> Yeah, I just go. I just go. Okay, so this is a bare bones thriller, but it's m- supposed to be m- more interesting and is more interesting because it is uh, is gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I go, well, Butt Boy is so much more interesting than this. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, I'm not gonna. Uh, Butt Boy is kind of similarly unsta- understated. Oh my god! In many similar ways, you know? like Butt Boy takes. This concept of like a thriller, basically, uh-huh. of like, but with Butt Boy, it's like a, it's like a cat and mouse thriller, uh-huh. um, of the whole way through, and takes it and makes it something so weird and perverse and mm-hmm. interesting and hilarious, mm-hmm. and this is so serious, um, that i don't know it it's just kind of yeah eh, it's just a movie that is and uh but it's made impressive by the amount of dicks yeah which feels uh like if it were okay here's here's the actual criticism if this same movie were made about a straight people it would people be like all right so the so it it it, it is garnering um goodwill from audiences because it is willing to go f- far deep into showing nudity and sex. Uh-huh. And that's and that's cheap. You know, that would be the sentiment. It's cheap. But because it's gay, it's not... It's refined. Cheap. Yeah, it's refined. This is like... Which is a little presumptuous and weird, in my opinion, but... Well, I do feel like there's a lot of, like... If we're talking about simplicity of plot and, like, the the basics of it, like... There's a lot of super simple and lower quality thrillers than this one that are featuring 
heterosexual couples, but Oh yeah, no, you're yeah, you're you're right. Um one last question that I had as I was watching this. And uh our gay listeners can can call and leave us a voicemail and let us know like I just had an epiphany like how often are gay guys coming at the same time when they have sex? Cuz that's like a real possible possibility to have that happen like 90% of the time. Like for yeah. a straight couple to come right at the same time. This is like a- it makes it seem like it's so super prevalent on in film, but that is a rarity. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? No, I just I'm just struck by what like which version of me cares about answering this question <laughs> and it's like the 13 year old you know it's like this is such a 13 year old question uh-huh. like that i'm like i don't care you know like i don't know yeah sure they come at the same time <laughs> you know like i'm like i don't know like okay well, I'm, I'm sorry it's just i just go oh yeah they probably do i and i go who cares like i don't care i'm just saying it seems like it would be nice all right. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I guess we could, um, you want to act that one out? <laughs> we could test it. What do you mean act? Uh, um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to taglines. Taglines is a bit where we come up with the alternate taglines for a movie that we just watched. Bag times. Okay. They can be funny, gross, interesting, etc. I got several. Like, this is is like prime. Oh, Oh, whoops. Mm, do it. Let's hear your first tagline for... Okay, Stranger by the Lake. Nice car. Perfect. Was that a wee? <laughs> nice cock. Nice cock. Okay, my tagline for Stranger by the Lake. I guess you could say I just want to have a meaningful relationship with someone special. Stranger by the Lake. Doesn't matter, still came. Mm, Yeah, but it does, though. Oops. Um, Here we go. Uh, Stranger by the Lake. What happens when you take the butt plugs out and things get real? I don't know. Do gay guys use butt plugs? Um, Yeah, I feel like that's a standard thing with dilation, maybe. Like, you got to prep that area. I don't know. I would assume so. Maybe it's just like, just, you know what? That's the real world. That, by the way, that's the real world tagline. It's just us talking about. No, no, no. That's my tagline. What happens when you take the butt plugs out and things get real? Mm-hmm. When you, when, it, never mind. Um, real world, the show from MTV. They had a, an opener. Oh, oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah, I see. People stop pretending and start getting real. Wow. Big callback. Timely. Uh, Stranger by the Lake. Have hot sex and be murdered (laughs) or have hot sex and live? Mm. 
That's a real dilly of a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stranger by the Lake. I couldn't see who murdered who. I had too much cum in my eye. <laughs> How many more you got? A one. Okay, I'll do... I got two more. Okay. Uh, Stranger by the Lake. He'll get you coming and going. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. Yeah, you know, the cum shot, we kind of breezed over that, but I feel like the cum shot assaulted me in this movie. Like, suddenly there was a giant erect penis in the full frame in the screen. Big old honking hog just sitting there, and and then ropes of ejaculate come just flying out of it. I was like, oh, 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 like, you know, like I was like tired and like kind of in that sleepy woozy feeling state. And then like, this big, aggressive, angry cock comes in like, bang, bang, bang. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. And then I was awake for another half hour. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't af- <laughs> didn't affect me that much because, like, yeah, I mean, how much porn have I watched where the culmination in the sex scene is a big old cum shot? It's like, it's... So then I started... I'm used to seeing that. So then I started blasting. <laughs> the one that was, like, more of an assault for me was, like, when Michelle and and um, Frank were like having sex the first the, the like, second time, he like crams it in his ass. Where they're like, they're in the oh. woods, and no, he's like it's the shot of uh, Michelle's hand kind of like putting pressure like in his butthole. That was like that felt too real for me. Have you stuck things up your butt? Um. Come on, no, you know, you know the answer not, to this not, question. Not things, no. Never? No. I stuck things up my butt before. Really? Not thing. Yeah, no, not things. Fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried that, and it was always like... Mm. Yeah, I, even with soap, it's just like, ouch. Yeah. But also... Well, I think the soap also irritates it. Yeah. Which is a problem that I Yeah, had. probably. But also, I wasn't, like, comfortable to it. I wasn't, like, ready to go. Yeah, well, we'll have to talk about... Yeah, we got to get the that stuff other in the show. Afterpods. Gotta get that other show going. Um, oh, uh, my final. Uh, Stranger by the Lake. Men. That's it. <laughs> okay, my final one. Stranger by the Lake. Word around the offices, you've got a fat cock. <laughs> yes, I do. I've got a fat cock, too. Maybe we should rub our fat cocks together sometime. Maybe a little oil. Two fat cocks, together, oil. It might be vision. <laughs> what is that? It's from one of my favorite viral videos ever. It's called uh, "Sexual Harassment in the Workplace." Oh, okay. It's like a, um, it's like a sexual harassment training video, but it's obviously that it's it can't possibly be real because it's so ridiculous anyways that's taglines taglines all right let's move on to horror movie whores do you have that by any chance product warranty whore 
All right, Horror Movie Horrors is where we listen to your voicemails that you've left over the week or more. Um, here's first caller. Hey, this is Ryan Flores, the exotic. Uh, I called the other day, and I found like a pompous asshole. Call myself Brian from Alabama, which, yeah, I don't... I'm going to refrain from drinking and calling again. But anyways, love you guys. Thanks for not making fun of me for being a complete ass. But anyways, listen to the Crimes of the Future episode today. Listen to you guys probably 9 to 12 hours a work day because I'm out in the field just working with my AirPods in. Uh, You guys are doing a great job. Appreciate you again. And y'all have a good one. Yeah, thanks, Ron. I don't know if you've heard our other voicemails. Um, Here's... You know, you didn't. Yours didn't strike me at Brian all. Brian from Alabama is pretty tame, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, well, thanks for calling in. Yeah. and also, like, I wouldn't be too worried about it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. And uh, uh, if you blast through all that content, you know, available on the work week, just know we got afterpods available. We have bonus content. Literally hundreds and hundreds of hours of more content on the Patreon. Hey guys. This is your favorite dinosaur from Finland. Anasaurus. Oh. Hello. Hello. So this is a very important uh, appreciation message. I have a date in a couple of hours. Oh, my God. I haven't been on a date in like a dec- over a decade. In like 12 years. I'm so fucking nervous. Oh, dear. <sighs> anyway. Um, I just wanted to say that. To calm my nerves, I had to listen to you guys, like, a few episodes at least, like, just to calm my nerves. So that's how important you are to people. Yeah. That's it for now. So thank you for at least calming me down a little bit. And... (laughs) That's a special encrypted... Finish crow message. Correct. Message received, Anasaurus. Thank you so much. Anasaurus is definitely in the pantheon of super fans. Oh, yeah. 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 She sent us licorice and dvds and t-shirts t-shirt she's she's a great fan yeah she sent us creep we still haven't watched that that creep movie i can't remember it was from 2004 or 5 yeah um yeah, I've been trying to get a, some T-shirts over to her, um, but Finnish Customs sent them back with no note. <laughs> just like, no, nah, fuck you. It's expensive to send these shirts, so do know, Anasaurus, that uh, I'm trying, but it, it is extremely expensive to send things to Finland and then have them return. <laughs> That's bizarre. Uh so I'm sorry about that. Um, let's see. Next one again. Thanks, Anasaurus. Glad that we uh, calm your nerves. Hope you got a good dickin'. Yeah, or not. You or know, not. depending on what you desire. Yeah. Hi, this is Sam from Indianapolis. I'm listening to your episode on crimes of the future, and I'm kind of in between uh, an agreement on 
with both of you guys. Uh, my issues with the movie is just the convoluted plot. Um, the whole idea of uh, Vigo Mortensen's character being this artist, but then it's also revealed he's an undercover agent, but he also doesn't know what he's investigating or who his other undercover agents are. And then uh, the whole idea of this uh, inner beauty pageant, I, I really wanted to see that. Like, why even bring that up if there's no, like, payoff to that aspect? And it just it seemed like a lot of the plot was just made to be confusing to be confusing because when you just outright say what the plot is, it's a lot less of a story. Uh, kind of like uh, Bruce Anderson said, uh, it's about a 30-minute movie stretched out over an hour, 47 minutes. And then uh, another thing I wanted to touch on is that review you guys got about the trans jokes. I, for one, find trans jokes to be hilarious. And here's just a couple of my favorites. Uh, here's, here's a really good one. Um, hey, I am... Three trans fellers walk into a bar, and the fourth trans feller ducks. Here's here's a good one. Uh, <laughs> why does the trans fireman wear uh, a pink um, suspenders? Uh, it's to keep his pants up. And then uh, this this is one of my favorite trans jokes. Why did the trans blonde lady get fired from the M and M factory? Because she threw away all the W's. All right, keep up the good work, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. <laughs> I I feel like gonna, he's operating on a different level, on a different wavelength than me, because I didn't get any of those. You didn't get any of the jokes? No. Three trans guys walk into a bar and one of them ducks. The next one ducks. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I just don't understand how that's trans. Well, they're they're trans people that are... The joke is about the trans people. Oh, yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. Different wavelength. Right. Yeah. See, I, I misunderstood because I thought they were saying the trans jokes weren't funny in that your jokes weren't funny. Like, you being trans and telling jokes wasn't funny. Me being trans. Oh, yeah, no. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It'd be but- like the, the fat guy's joke. The fat The fat guy's jokes aren't funny. You know. Right. Huh. Well, I feel hurt, and I agree with the review, the bad review that we got. Trans jokes aren't funny, but I do think that that review is misguided because we didn't make any trans jokes, so maybe you should fucking get your shit together. Yeah, well, you know, Sam from Indiana provided us from, with some trans jokes, and that, that reviewer is going to be very offended. Hey, this is I was listening to the Firestarter episode. I think the original is way better, but um, anyways, how have you guys not reviewed Psycho yet? You definitely have to do that. Um, good job. Love you guys. Bye. Love you, Robert. Oh, I Baby. Got, oh. I got good news for you. We have reviewed Psycho. Yeah, Robert. What and it's think available about on our Patreon. Yep. Yeah, it's so one of our pretentious reviews. Every month we do a pretentious review for our Patreons uh, who are who are twenty five bucks and up, and that is only these reviews are only available on our Patreon. Other reviews that are on there are uh, like Ghoulies, Critters, or not Critter Ghoulies, uh, Army of the Dead, um, 
Oh, uh, is, is the last house on the left, the original. Um, it's just, uh, there's probably vanished, the, the, vanished? Uh, the vanishing, vanishing um, yeah. which is one of the craziest French movies. Um, and then, yeah, tons and I mean, probably, yeah, there's some good episodes on there. 13, the episodes 14. are slightly different format, but if you're looking for more reviews, um, that stuff is out there. Okay, last call. Hey, voice. Fuck, marry, kill. Jennifer Tilly from Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Elvira or Darcy the male girl from Joe Bob's Last Drive-In. <laughs> oh, and by the way, this is CJ. Hey, CJ. Beast from the Darcy East. the male Beast girl. from the Northeast. I'm um, not familiar. Yeah, oh, you don't. Well, she, he just picked uh, three Bus, three of the bustiest, brunettiest girls uh, you oh, could possibly imagine. Yeah, can you make that bigger, please? <laughs> Hell yeah. Ooh, yeah, Darcy's great. Oh, boy. Uh, Jennifer Tilly is... I don't know. I, th- I love her, so I'm going to say fuck Jennifer, marry Darcy, kill Elvira. That's what I'm going to say. Those big fakers do nothing for me. Um, what do you think, Bryce? Okay, can you can you chill out? Bryce has just lost himself in Darcy photos. I mean, are we? I mean, are we talking about Je- Jennifer Tilly now or like '90s Jennifer Tilly? Since? Yeah, '90s, 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 '90s. Um, yeah, I think I would fuck Darcy, marry Jennifer Tilly, and kill <laughs> kill Elvira. <laughs> It's it is hay fever season. Yeah, so thank you for those calls. Um, keep calling. The number that you can call is six eight two two five three four four six eight. Yeah, this is kind of an interesting episode. Um, yeah, go go see a Stranger by the Lake, and uh, if you watched it before knowing anything about it and or listening to the review, like just know that. I'm very amused by that, and that gives me delight. Um, so check out our website at horrormovietalk.com. Um, if you're going to buy anything on Amazon, go there and click through the link in the in the banner. Um, and please, if you're a listener on Apple products, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really does help us out um, get found and increase our ranking in the charts. So. Please do that if you haven't. Um, and until next time, we'll see you. Bye. We love you. Bye. In a plutonic way. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. releases always get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible wow that didn't sound good
This episode was brought to you by Paganism, the religion that lets you worship your dick. Paganism, the religion that worships your dick.